Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 4 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we do each day uh, to share in our study as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in uh, January the 2nd to January the 8th covering Matthew chapter 1 and Luke chapter 1. And today we're going to continue into Luke chapter 1 into the reaction of uh, Zacharias and Elizabeth uh, to the promises that they've been made. And uh, it also shows the faithfulness that they have as well, uh, this section from verse 57, where God's blessings come in his own time as well. So we'll have a look at this uh, and see how the Lord's blessings do come, but not always in the time that we expect. So, um, Elizabeth obviously is uh, is pregnant for the, for nine months, uh, and as as it's about to be time for the baby to be delivered, um, in fact, when the baby is delivered, uh, in verse fifty eight it says, "Her cousins and her her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had shewed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her." So the people that they know are overjoyed for them. They are so pleased to hear that the Lord has blessed them in such a way and they come and visit to rejoice with them. And um, as was custom or tradition uh, in those days, uh, they needed to name the child on the eighth day as they came to circumcise him. Um, In verse 59, it is suggested that he is called Zacharias after the name of his father. Um, whether that is what was the custom or tradition at the time, or whether it's because that's what the just this group thought that should happen, uh, what we know is that um, is, is that the angel is specifically told uh, Zacharias that this, this this child should be called John. Now, what we get in verse sixty is interesting because it's his mother uh, Elizabeth that answers and says, "No, not so, but he shall be called John." So clearly, Elizabeth has also got this message, probably through Zacharias, that this child that they're going to have shall be called John. But if you remember, uh, Zacharias has been struck dumb for these nine months, and so he must have communicated it in some way to her. Um, some would argue perhaps write, writing down the messages for her, but we need to remember at this time, in this context, that it's very likely that Elizabeth wasn't uh, literate, that she wasn't able to read um, the written word. And so there must have been other ways that they've been able to communicate. But what it does remind us of is that for nine months, this man and this woman, this husband and wife, have not been able to communicate or interact as, as they would before. Um, and, you know, for many of you who have families know just how difficult communication can be sometimes in families when all when all parties can speak and hear. Um, but this must have been particularly difficult, particularly as Zacharias, you know, was able to speak and interact and communicate um, beforehand, but now suddenly he isn't able to. So that nine months must have been hard uh, for this couple in a number of ways. Um, but they both were unified in making sure to say what the Lord had told them that this child should be called John. Um, Zacharias asks for a writing table and writes this down, and those that are able to read were more marveled. And then in verse 64 it says, And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. Um, so 
it isn't as soon as John is born that his tongue is loosed, but it is when he testifies to the people about what has happened, about how they have been visited by an angel, that this miraculous thing has happened, and then they have been told that this, the name of this child should be John. Um, and at that moment, his tongue is loosed. Uh, and we have here just the a great um, end to the ch chapter where Zacharias uh, prophesies by the Holy Ghost and says about how uh, this is a blessing which has been promised for Israel. So obviously we've been focusing a lot about how the Lord's blessings will come um, in his time um, and how this is shown in Zacharias and Elizabeth's struggle for um, desiring a child and then having to wait until near the end of their lives and then being blessed with that in a miraculous way. In that same way, um, Israel had been waiting for a miraculous blessing, for a redemption, for a salvation from from their difficulties. And Christ is about to come. Um, he could have come a lot quicker. But what we do know though is, is that what the Saviour did uh, whilst he was on the earth, particularly relating to his mission of um, performing the atonement and sacrificing himself for our sins and sorrows and difficulties, is that those things bless and bless the, the, the people who came before him as well as um, after him as well. Um, that these blessings come in the Lord's time. As Jeffrey R. Holland said, quote, While we work and wait together for the answers to some of our prayers, I offer you my apostolic promise that they are heard and they are answered, though perhaps not at the time or in the way we wanted but they are always answered at the time and in the way an omniscient and eternally compassionate parent should answer them, close quote. It is difficult, a difficult message at times to hear that we need to wait or we need to be patient or trust in the Lord's timing and in the way he answers our prayers. And sometimes our answers, our prayers are not answered in the way we want, would want them at any point um, with a particular thing. Um, but the Lord's, knowledge and understanding of our lives and what is best for us we need to trust um and whilst that may be difficult at times again like i mentioned when the very difficult things happen to us um we see so many examples in the scriptures of how this has worked and happened for people so thank you very much for listening today i hope you enjoyed the study please do join us tomorrow as we conclude with the last couple of the days uh, looking at uh, a few things to do with um, the obedience of uh, Mary uh, and her humility uh, and also um, how she testifies of Christ's mission uh, with the beautiful words that she shares in Luke chapter 1. So we'll uh, cover those things off over the last couple of days um, and uh, I do hope that you join with us as we continue on through this New Testament. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.